It's Yodua that Bavakamo Daf Ayin Zayin Omer Aleph is an interesting Om. You look at it, you see that something is a little bit different. The Omer is made up of a page, of a line and a half of Gemara, and the rest of it is Toysfis. Two very, very long Toysfis. The Welt says, and the Makar, thank you, Ruvain, is from the Sefer Divrei Torah, from the Michas Aluzer, he brings that he heard when he was a child from the Talmidim of his Zayda, the Helig Bnei Yisachar, Shemekubal Etzloi, that he had a Kabbalah. Ki Rabbi Seinu HaKtoshim, Pali HaToysfis, Zchusa Yogan Aleinu. Asher Ruba Migdoyleim Nergu Al Kiddush Hashem, Hashem Yimkom Domem Kenoida, that the Rabbi Seinu HaKtoshim, the Bali Toysfis, most of which the Bnei Yisachar said, were killed Al Kiddush Hashem. And there was a point in time when they were incarcerated. And they knew that they were going to have to stand in front of the Risham and ultimately they were going to get killed. And unless they were going to be willing to convert, they were going to be killed on the spot. Despite the fact that they knew this was the last night of their lives. But Laila Shalafan of the night before, they sat and they wrote these two long toysfes that we have here in Perak Merubah, in Bavakama, Dafayin Zayin, Amir Aleph. So the Welt has a Messiah that these toysfes and this interesting Ayin Zayin, Amir Aleph is related to the fact that the Bali toysfes wrote these toysfes right before they were killed by Kiddush Hashem, literally the last night of their lives. Now, I think it's Kedai, just to clarify one point, and that is that the Tzuras Hadaf that we have right now does not trace itself back to the Bali Toysfis. The Tzuras Hadaf was something that was Nishadish when the first Gemara was printed in the 1500s by the Bamberg printing press. The Bali Toysfis wrote their Gulyoynes hundreds of years earlier. In fact, if you've ever seen a Ksavyad of the Bali Toysfis, it's long Gulyoynes. On the longest Mesechtes, it's 25 or so Dafin, because you don't have any Gemara, you just have the Gilyon that the Bali Toysfis wrote. So the Diyik here in Bava Kama, Ayin Zayin, Amad Aleph, is not that you look at the page and you see a line and a half, and all is Toysfis, so what's Pashub Shad? Oh, clearly something happened, and now you know the rest of the story. That's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is that there are two very long Toysvesen over here. And there's a Messiah that these long Toysvesen are related to this Uvda. It's related to this Maisa Shaya. Now, it could be that the reason the Shas initially was laid out in this way by the Hevra that worked for Bamberg. By the way, Gedoyle, 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 Oyla, Kritamarami, Padua. There were great Gedoylem that worked for Bamberg. But the point is, is they maybe knew this Messiah, and as a result, Daila Hakima Biramiza, it was laid out in this interesting way. But this is not what the Gillian of the Bali Toysfis looked like. That's Pashat. But I think it's Kedai, just to digress a little bit and take this opportunity to talk a little bit about the life and times of the Bali Toysis. We sit and we learn Gemara, Rashi, Toysis, Gethes, which is mamish, the meat and potatoes of what every single Yeshiva Bach and Yungaman and Ben Teira does. And, you know, we sometimes forget what it was like 
to live in the times of the Bali Toysfis. It certainly feels very nostalgic to be sitting around the dining room table of Rabbeinu Tam, or to be hearing shir from Rabbeinu Peretz, or any one of the Gedoyle Bali Toysfis. But the Emma says, if you would understand the times that they lived in, it was not Pasha at all. And really, the story of the Bali Toysfis is a story of the perseverance of Klai Yisrael, and how the rich Messiah that we have was something that literally came from the ashes over and over and over again. And there really is no period in time that brings out this point more than the times of the Balitosis. Before I start, I just want to give a shout out because I'm driving very much outside of my lane to a Grace of Talmud Chacham, Rabbi Ephraim Kanerfogel, who is considered the world-leading expert in the Balitosis. I also want to thank Rabbi Stephen Weil, and my friend Nachi Weinstein for introducing me to Rabbi Kanerfogel. If you want to hear more from Rabbi Kanerfogel, you can listen to Nachi's podcast, his farm chatter. He's a regular. He's had him on talking about Rashi, Toysfus al-Ashas, Toysfus al the Crusades, the Mardchai, the Urzerua. He's literally a Mayan Hamaskaver. I don't say that lightly. And he's a an incredible wealth of information, not just from an academic perspective, but knowing the words of the Rishonim and the Psokim of the Rishonim with the Sif cotton ball pets. Very, very impressive. But either way, just a very, very brief overview. So number one, when we talk about Toysfus, what, what does it even mean? Right? Toysfus is a person. Rashi and Toysfus. Rashi was Rashi. What exactly is Toysfus? So Toysfus was a yeshiva. It was a yeshiva of the Bali Toysfus. In fact, there were two concurrent yeshivas, both of the Bali Taisvis. One was in France, in northern France, and the other one was in Germany. Now, in terms of how many members there were of the yeshiva, this is not like the Gracie yeshivas of Bisman Hazer. The yeshiva of the Bali Taisvis seemed to have been a yeshiva that was made up of miotakamos, however, roiv ha'echos. So, Rabbeinu Tam, according to one report, had 80 Talmidim, 60 Talmidim. It's not the numbers that we're familiar with in the Eintegetzeiten, but multiple parallel classes, right? That's not what the yeshiva of the Bali Toysfis was like. But at the same time, it was roi for echos. Every single one of the Bali Toysfis worked mamish. But the point is, these were small cloisen, maybe literally someone's living room. But the point is, it was small groups of Yidin that sat together and they wrote what would be known as the Toysvis and hence the yeshiva was known as the yeshiva of the Bali Toysvis. As far as the years of operation, Sir Rabbi Kanerfogel told me, Pashtus, the way you have to view it is, it starts with Rabbeinu Tam and it ends with the Petira of the Maram and Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz. So Rabbeinu Tam was born in the year 1100, Le Mispara. That's when Rabbeinu Tam was born, which means that you want to take a rough guess, maybe Rabbeinu Tam opened his yeshiva when he was 30, Mashu Kazeh, so 1130-ish, the Marama Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz were both nifter in the 1290s, Lomisbarim, which would mean that really the yeshiva of the Balitosis focused and functioned primarily for about 150 or, or so years. As far as the names of the grace of Bali Toysfis, uh, every Toysfis mentions another one of the Bali Toysfis, just to mention a few, to get a feel. You have Rabbeinu Tam, the Riazok, and the Rashbam, the Riva, Rabbeinu Afrayim, the Ravan, Rabbi Chilmi Paris, the Rashmishans, the Ri Sirleon, Rabbeinu Peretz, we mentioned Rama Rutenberg. Right, these were some of the, the grace of Bali Toysfis, but 
when you look into it, there's more than you expect there to be, but this was the tkufa of, of Tosfos. Now, what's not so well known is that the entire period of the Valley Tosfos, from a Jewish history perspective, was marred by terrible, terrible tragedies. It was mamish pogrom after pogrom. Unfortunately, we just witnessed October 7th, so you could be mamchish a little bit, what it means a pogrom. And this was meisim b'choyon. Not every day, but kemat. And it's, it's hard to imagine, but that's what it was. This is what it meant to live during that kufa in Europe. It was over and over and over again. In fact, if you look at it a little bit more carefully, the kufa of the Bali Toysvis coincided with the Crusades. So the first crusade was in the year 1096, which was a few years before Rabbeinu Tam was born. That was during the lifetime of Rashi. And the crusades ended right around the end of the 13th century, which is at the time of the Ptir of Miram Rutenberg and Rabbeinu Peretz, which Pashtus is when the Tkuf of the Bali Toysfes came to an end. So it's during the Tkuf of the Crusades, which was Mamish Ishes Reyeu Chaim Balu, that Kufa was exactly and precisely when it is that the Bali Toysfes function. So I think just to get a little bit of a feel from the words of the Rishonim, what life was like then. And I think the place to start is with a sefer that's known as Sefer Zechira. So sefer Zechira was written by one of the Bali Toysfes, whose no, his name was Rabbi Ephraim ben Rabbi Yaakov Mibuna. Rabbi Ephraim Mibon. And he wrote a Sefer Zechira where he chronicled the events and the tsaris that took place to Klai Yisrael from the years 1171 to the years 1196. So I'm reading Poshet Miksav Yat Kotshoi from Rabbi Ephraim, Rabbi Yaakov Miboyna, Let's learn the Toysfus innovating. We could have learned the Toysfus in here on Ayazayda Menalev. We're going to learn this Toysfus. So he says as follows. Bishnas Dalit Alofim V'tof Tof Kufnun. So this is the year 1190 L'Mizparam. Something very bad happened to the year then. Ki huamad melech bi'ayom hanikra inglatira. There was a king that was coronated bi'ayom. What's the name of this land? Inglantira, also known as England. This king that Rabbi Ephraim Mibon was referring to is known in secular history as Richard of Lionheart. Either way, it was the day of the coronation. A bunch of dignitaries came from all over the world to celebrate this great event. And there were a lot of important Jews that came as well, and they brought a gift to the king. And there were Rishon that were there, and they began to say, Why are there Jews here? It's inappropriate on a day like this for there to be any Jews present. They started pushing the Jews, and they made Lutzanus of them. But the king didn't know about this. All of a sudden, a rumor spread that the king just instructed that all the Jews that arrived for his coronation, they should be killed. And the king commanded, this is what you have to do. And all of a sudden, everybody starts hitting the Jews and they started destroying their houses. And some of the Yidim, when they realized what was about to happen, they decided they're going to shech themselves. And one of the people that was killed during that time, Harav Hamufik Rabbi Yaakov Meir Lainish. 
the Rimei Orleans, one of the famous Bali Toysfus. He was there at that time, and he died al Kiddush Hashem. But Rabbi Fraim Mibon said that the king really didn't know about this. He never instructed this. And when he heard there was a big tumult, there was a gerida, he said, What's going on? And the person that was in charge told him, Ain't over. Ah, it's nothing. It's just everybody's happy. What is this? It says, now everybody's just besimcha. They're very, very happy because of the fact that you're being coronated today. Afterwards, when he found out what really happened, he ended up killing this person. But Lamaisa. Despite the fact that this person died, he was able to facilitate such a terrible, terrible pogrom. And Rabbi Fraim Yiban says, Baruch HaKel At the very least, the Yidin were able to see a little bit of Nekama. He goes right in the Sefer Schir. He says, This was one year later. This is in the year 1191. Now this is what's known in the secular world as York. So he says it was in the town of York. It was Shabbos Hagadol, the Eisanes, and this time when the Jews celebrate miracles, Nepach Loinus Uloinus. It was Nepach Mamish to a time of Yogin. U Vayivruchu El Beisatfilo, and all of a sudden there's this gzeir against the Yidden, and the Yidden had to run away, so they ran to the Beis Kisivru, because the Jews thought Kishoma Beis Manos that over there they would be safe. And when they realized they weren't safe there, said so there was a Yid whose name was Rabbi Yontif. This Rabbi Yontif is Rabbeinu Yontif. That's quoted by Toysvah sometimes. He's one of the Bali Toysvahs. And he himself, with his own hands, he killed 60 people. And he says, I heard one story where there was a Yid who had a Ben Yochid, and he said, kill my son, because he didn't want him to be killed, or maybe be forced into being a Meshumet. So he, they went ahead and they killed him. There were 150 they ransacked their houses. They took their gold, their silver, they took their svar. You know what it meant once upon a time if they took Svarim that means these Svarim didn't exist anymore right there was no printing press so if there was a Bava Basra and now all of a sudden the Bava Basra was taken you're a Rav you're a Paisik you don't have a Gemara Bava Basra anymore I mean, just to have an appreciation of what this means right? a lot of things they took they went to Jewish communities and they would sell to the Jews because they had no need for it so they would get money from it and then he says afterwards they went to another city there were 20 Geirim, converts that were living there. Kahal Geirim Ikri Kal, says Rabbi Fraim Mibon. All these Geirim, they were they refused to convert. This just goes on, on and on. By the way, that last event that he describes is what's known as the Massacre of York. But the bottom line is, this is what's going on. There was another famous massacre in the year 1171. This was one of these bogus ritual murder trials where they didn't even have a smoking gun. They didn't even find a dead body and they decided that somebody is missing and he was killed by the Jews and it was a terrible, terrible pogrom. Right, we know 1240, the burning of the Talmud, Rabbi Chimlin Paris and Miram Rutenberg's famous kina that he wrote. But these are some famous stories that we know about. The Nakuda is, this was Maisim B'chol It's mind-boggling. 
Meisen Bechal Yoim. There's story after story after story, and this is all taking place mamish at the time during the Tkuf of the Bali Taisves. And then the is, Rabbi Kanafrogel told me that when you appreciate a little bit the times that the Bali Taisves lived in, then you start looking at Taisves in Shas, and you start looking at different Psachim that we have from the Rishonim, and it comes to life all of a sudden, and you understand what's going on. Just a few Dugmois. There's a Gemara of the Zara, the Yud Chesem and Aleph. The Gemara there tells the tragic story of Rav Hananya ben Shadin. He was one of the Asara Ruge Malchus. And the Gemara says that he was burnt, wrapped in a Sefer Torah. Everyone knows the Gemara. So the Gemara says that as the Helik and the was leaving the world, his Talmidim told him, Rabbi, Mataraya, what do you see? He said, Gilyon Nisrafim, Vaosius Parchus. So they told him weiter. They said, "Psach picha. Why don't you open up your mouth? And if you're going to open up your mouth, like this, the fire is going to go into your body and you'll burn quicker. Why are you prolonging this agony?" So told him, The Eibush gave me my neshama. When the Eibush is ready to take it, he'll take it. I'm not going to do anything to expedite my own death. This is not something that I'm going to do. I'm not going to hurt myself. On this Gemara, let's say a person finds himself in a situation where it's very, very dangerous. And he's being forced to convert. And he's not sure he's going to be able to halt sechayim. In a situation, right? The Gemara says, even Chananya Mishal Vazari could be would not have been able to withhold the interrogation and all the torture and all the Yisur. So, if a person finds himself in that situation, us who mitzvah It's a myth, meaning what Reb Chanina ben Tragin did. Don't try this at home. That was meant for him. But it's not meant for a regular person. Famous Gemara in the Sugi of Kamsa Bar Kamsa with the 400 children, they jumped into the Yam. Why? Because they understood that they were Muchan Lavera. And as a result, they were Ma'abarat Muladas. What about the time of Abchanid Ben Chadin? Mutav Sheetlan, Misha Nasnava Yechavad Ubaatzma. The Territ Abchanid Ben Chadin was the Godel Ador. Abchanid Ben Chadin was going to be killed anyway, so it didn't make a difference. But as it relates to these 400 children, they understood that it was a Matzvah of Sakon, and who knows where their life is going to end up being. So Adarab, it's Mitzvah Chavabatzma. That's the appropriate thing to do. Incidentally, this Rabbeinu Tam is a Chiddush, because Rabbeinu Tam is learning a Chiddush Lahalacha, Shein Eimol, a tremendous Chiddush Lahalacha from a Dvar Agada. And the question is, could you learn Halacha from Agada or not? That's a Maisa in Agada. Right? In Liesik Benestar is that in it. But the bottom line is, is that this is where Rabbeinu Tam said. So you learn this Toysvis, right? So, okay, Rabbeinu Tam said Halacha. Haglotar Ladira. This is Tera. Come on, you have to understand this. If you look at the Ritva, on this Gemara, right here. So the Ritva says like this. So in the Ritva's times, it's Gilyoyne Atoisves. He says, I saw in the manuscripts, in the scrolls of the Bali Toisves, he means this Toisves. The Rabbeinu Tam used to say, the Heicha Shemesiyore, Shaloyachrichu Labral Das, Mutter Lichvabatsme. It's interesting. We have the Girsa Mitzvah. The Ritva's Gilyon that he saw was only Mutter. Either way, says the Ritva. Ad kan motzasi begulyoni atoisves. 
Vehem dvorim shetzrichen Talmud ve'iyun gadol. It's a very big chiddush, and it's something that requires Talmud and iyun gadol. Eloshek far hoyrezake. But the zakim Rabbeinu Tam paskin that way, and if Rabbeinu Tam paskin that way, midir itva is not going to go against Rabbeinu Tam. Vishamanu, and we heard b'shem gedoyle tsarfas in the name of the great French Pali Toysvis shehitiru kein halacha l'maisa. That this was a halacha l'maisa. Rabbeinu Tam wasn't just a psak. This was halacha This was the world that the Balitais was lived in. Yeah, another marshal. This is tshuva from the Marama Rutenberg. This tshuva, if you have the new Mechon Yerushalayim Marama Rutenbergs, it's in Chela Gimel under Sefer Sinai, and it's either tshuva tof nun aleph or it's tshuva tof 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 reish nun he. It's a lot of toughs, but tough, tough, tough. Reish non hey. This is what he brings. Yehudi echad shal es maram. Im tzorech kapara. Sanyid came to the maram and wrote and he told him, "Do I need kapara? Al shashachat ishtei v'dalut bonov b'yoyim hereg rav b'kuplinish ir hadam." So this person killed his wife and his four children. He had to. It was a it's ashmad, and he felt it was the right thing to do. Kikach bikshu. He says his family wanted to be killed. They didn't want to end up in the hands of these Rishon Marurim. Yan ro So he goes, this man does, he kills his wife, he kills his four sons, he was going to kill himself, but it ended up not working out, and somehow he was saved. So he comes to the Maram Rutenberg and he asked him, Do I need Kapara? This guy Mamish killed his own family. What am I supposed to do? The Kosav Lois and Maram Rutenberg wrote to him, Lo Yodana Shapim my Idum Bahachi. So I'm not sure what to tell him. He says, Vade Ahurigas Atzmai al Yichud Hashem Rashoy Lichbo Batzmai. He says, To kill yourself, you're allowed to do. And he said, Chabzveirai, Shola Melech. Right? Shulchan Archit's brought down that if someone's Ma'abed Atzmai Ladas because he sees he's going to be killed anyways, Kishol HaMelech. It's a Loshan HaShulchan Archit. So that's something that you're allowed to do. For Amru Gitten, on Zayin Amadeis, he brought the Rai, Rabbeinu Tam brought. Maisa Vedalim Meis Yiladim Vyiladis, Shanish Bubekal. But that's all to kill yourself. Says, I'm not sure about it. And he has a whole shtickle over here. Yes or no? And then he says, He said, but I know it's mutter. So this is Merami Rutenberg, who's from the last of the Bali Toysvist. He says, I know this is mutter. Like, when did this happen? He says, there were Harbeg Doilem that did this. He talked about this in one of his kinnis. But the bottom line is, he says, we heard this, that this goes on. We heard that Harbeg Gedoylem Shochatu has been a investment. I say, and there were many Gedoylem that did this. So you see, there's something you're allowed to do. In the Sefer Schir, in Yana Maisa, Rabbeinu Yontif killed 60 people, it says. He shechted them with his own hands. So apparently there was a Messiah that this is something that could happen. Another Maramachim. The smack, the Sefer Mitzvah's cotton from Rabbeinu Yitzchak Mikurbil. He's one of the Bali Toysvahs. This is in the smack, which is on Sefer Mitzvah's. It's by Mitzvah Gimel. So the Mitzvah is Lev Shmoy Shalakadosh Baruch Vechol Alev. Vahavtas Hashem Alekecha Vechol Vavcha Vechol Nafshecha Vechol Meidecha. So what comes to mind is the Gemara. Rabbi Akiva, call Yomai Hoyisim Mitzdar. Right, when am I going to be Zoichet to be Mekayim this Pasuk? So the smack over here is talking a little bit about this. And then at the end he says his follows. He says, Viraya, Mirabenu Yehuda Hachosid. From Rabbi Yehuda Hachosid, Shehizel Letalmidov, Shaloi Leilach Lechopa, Mepnei Listim Shebederach. They wanted to go to a Chasana. They wanted to go to a Chopa. But it was too dangerous to go to this Chopa because they were Listim Baderach. Vaholchu they went, Ubotchu, 
and they had betochen, they were confident that they were going to be okay, because they knew that they could always be masker Hashem, and through the Shemus HaKtoshim, they'll be able t- to get out of the situation. Either way, they found themselves in the Nesara, the Hiskiru, they were masker Hashem, the Nitzlo, and they were safe. The Chazara, when they came back, they told the Rebbe, Rabbi Yudah Chassid, what happened? Omelem, he told them, You lost your Elam Haba. There's not something you were supposed to do. You lost your Elam Haba. So he said, what should we do? He said, go back, put yourself in the Matzah of Sakana again, and don't use the Shem Hashem. And that will be your ticket. They went back. They didn't use the Shem Hashem. They were killed. This is brought down in the smack. They wanted to go to a chasana, and they couldn't make it to the chasana. One more maramakim. This is also in the Chuvas from the Marama Rutenberg. This is in Tfus Prague, if you want to look it up. It's Tov Kuf Yud Zayin. So the Maram said like this, This is well known. That if a person makes up his mind, that he's going to give up his life, once he has that, any Misa that's going to happen to him, he's not going to feel. So this Dharma Sura, that if a Yid makes up that he's willing to give up his life, Al-Kiddush Hashem, so he doesn't feel any torture, he doesn't feel any Misa that comes about. It comes from the Marami Rutenberg. This is what he said. The Raya said Marami Rutenberg, There's a Raya from the Messiah. So what's the Messiah? So... If there's a word mentioned in Tanakh, sometimes you have the Messiah that mentions different places where you find this word. So he says, the word Hikuni is mentioned two times. Two times in Tanakh. One place is in Mishlei Perach of Gimel. Shleim HaMelech said, Hikuni Bal Cholisi. He said, I was hit, Bal Cholisi, but I didn't get sick. Didn't affect me. V'chad, and there's another time where it says the word Hikuni, also Shleim HaMelech. This is in Shira Shirim. Hikuni Pitzo Uni. So said Maram Rutenberg, how do you teach the Messiah Koloimar? Kishahikuni upitsa uni loyhoyoli kev. Hikuni was balcholisi. It could be hikuni upitsa uni. But if a person makes up his mind that he's giving up his life, Al Kiddush Hashem, balcholisi. He's not going to feel it. Then he brought a raya, Ram Rutenberg did from Sefer Hecholois. This is real Kabbalah. And then he fears always, Viteda, and I'll prove it to you. Shekachu, She'en Lucha Adam Ba'olam, because there's no person in the world. Shemhoyo Nogeya Be'esh Be'ever Katam Shloyo Yitzayak. If his Ever Katam, his pinky, would touch a fire, he would scream. Afilu Imyala Be'dayta La'akivats May Militzayak. In the Yochalasas. Even if he tries to control himself. Asetutvei, Shreitman, the Anuroyim, yet we see with our own eyes, Kedoshim, She'enam Tzoyak in Klum. Maram Rutenberg says, we've all witnessed it, we've seen Kedoshim. This is the world the Bali Toysos lived in. They saw it. it, it was literally Tzara after Tzara after Tzara. The story of Toysos, Baba Kama, Dafayin Zayin, Amin Aleph, is not an anomaly. This wasn't a one-time event that punked happened. This was mamish the life and times of the Bali Toysness. It's very, very morbid. Unfortunately, it's a little bit dover be'itar. But at the same time, there's, I think, a tremendous nekuda, positive nekuda to take out. And that is, when you think of the Bali Toysness, you think of days of yore, you think of nostalgia, you think of the best of times. It's not true. It was not the best of times. It was the worst of times. And it was amidst those times and mamish from the ashes that we have toysfus. And we always speak out this hergish that 
you learn a toysvis, you know, besides for these chikavamar makoimas, but you sit down, whatever the toysvis is, Yaharava, whether you're learning Bavakama, Bavamitsiya, Gitin, Kedushin, Ksubas, you don't see anywhere in toysvis that this is what's going on. Again, if you have the ideas, the historical academic perspective, so you can pick up a nuance here and there. I mean, these chuvas are more than just nuance. But again, these are vavarf and amar makoimas. But you show me a toysvis in Bavamitsiya where you're gonna, where you're gonna notice this and you're gonna pick up on this. This is something that you would have to know. And the hergish that we always speak at is, is the Reb Shach in his Akhtomot Aviyaz. We mentioned this when we were in Holoshov by the Shach and we talk about the Megillah Eifa and the Kinnis that the Shach wrote. The Shach lived through Xeris Tachvata and the hergish was that there's no Shach anywhere where you could say, oh wow, I see that this is what he was going through. Right? In Noyek Sheba Oilam, if you have a, an author, a composer, a poet, so they wear their emotions on their sleeves. But you go through a Shach and Chayshem Mishbar, he's... He's learning Shach. And we spoke out from Reb Shach. Reb Shach said that Chazal say that Torah Shalomadati Ba'af, Umbali, right? That it's the Torah that a person learns and it ain't sorry. That's the Ikat Torah. He said, has that shim with what Chazal say? And that is that Shmaita Bayitzlusa, that when a person learns, you have to have a certain level of clarity. Right? Mitzad Echot, Torah Fadus clarity. Mitzad Sheni, it's Torah Shalomadati Ba'af. We always say that Reb Chaim said he was able to see a chilik, Reb Chaim Briska, between the Shagasari and the Turi Evan. Because when the Shagasari wrote the Shagasari, he was an Oni Ve'evi and he didn't even own a Shas. When he wrote the Turi Evan, it was already a rob, and he said he could see the chilek because it wasn't the same level of Torah Shalomadetiba. So on the one hand, it's Torah Shalomadetiba, Mitzacheni, it's Shmeitzah Bayutsuso. So which one is it? Chastira. So how do you reconcile these two ideas? Rav Shach said, you think for one second that when the Shagasarya wrote Shagasarya on Ashas, or when the Ketzai Sachoshin wrote a Sefer Ketzai Sachoshin into the Lalech, or when the Magan Avram was writing his Pirish on the side of the wall in a cave somewhere. You think they didn't have Slusa? You think they didn't have Clark? I thought that there was Clark. He said, because the Torah was Smechem Kinesinosam, and it brought them into a different place. And I thought that they had Clark. On that Clark, it's not Shaykh for a person to achieve greatness in Torah. But the real greatness comes when a person finds himself in an Esara, and a person finds himself in a difficult situation, where it's Torah Shalomadati Ba'af, but he's able to overcome that Nesoyen, and come to the point where he has Slusa the Shmeitzer, that's when the Torah is on another level. And that was the Shagasai, that was the Ktois, and that's all those Mara Mekoymas. So Avad, the Bali Toysvis, were living in a, in a time where to go to Achasana was a Shaila of Pekoch Nefashis. Go through the Sefer Shira, go through all these Mara Mekoymas, it's not Shaykh Fasitan in the Velt. But at the same time, at the same time, in the world of Balitaisis, attack was the way it feels like it was. It was Torah that was Smechem Kinesinos. And if you were sitting around the table by Rabbeinu Tam or by the Riyasokin or the Rashmi Shans, whichever one of the Balitaisis it was, you didn't feel anything. Because they were able to take a matzav of Torah Shalomadik Tiba'af and elevate it to a point where it was mamish shmaitzabayitzlusa with the greatest clarity and with the greatest simchas atayra. Either way, we should be zoicha that misha amar loylama yidai, yoymelitzare seinu dai. And we should be zoicha to the geula shleima, the mehir of yameinu amen ba'amen.